Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is serial dating. Now, this is video number 287. If you have a question you would like for me to consider featuring on my channel, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy my videos, as always, it's extremely helpful to me if you subscribe and hit like, and that gets my videos shown all across YouTube so that this information can be given to people who really need it. And of course, if you'd like to work with me in a coaching session, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, let's talk about serial dating. What's going on with serial dating? And for those of you who don't know, Serial dating is basically when one person gets out of a relationship and immediately gets into another one. And that relationship ends, and they get immediately into another one. And again. And again. And again. And it seems like this person can't be single. What's up with that? So basically, serial dating, serial monogamists, as you might hear, which is the same idea, comes from anxiety. Comes from fear of being alone, comes from fear of not being good enough, not being able to handle the potential uh, negative thoughts that come when we are alone. And this is something that you'll see quite often. Uh, typically in your, I don't want to specifically say this, but it's usually what I witness. So I'll just go out and say what I have observed, not necessarily what is reality, is that people in their younger 20s, usually from maybe like 18 to 23, 24, tend to jump from relationship to relationship because in those days, you're likely in college and there's a couple of different dynamics happening. So first and foremost, being in a relationship is a form of status when you're in college or high school. If I have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, I'm seen as a bit more, I don't know, relevant, I suppose. A bit more like, oh, well, they have drama and now I can talk about that drama. So that's one thing. It's status. It elevates you a little bit. The second of which is the anxiety, because from 18 to 24, I mean, these days, everybody is sort of plagued by it, but typically from 18 to 24, you're still figuring yourself out. And so well, the fallout of that is there's more anxiety. There's more things to be nervous about. There's more new experiences that you're likely to have from 18 to 24 than there is from 45 to 60. So you're still figuring yourself out. And what better way to boost yourself and give yourself more attention and validation and certainty than getting into a romantic relationship? See, the problem is that when that ends, it's sort of like a drug. You begin to go through the withdrawals. So now you have somebody who's just out of a breakup, and they can't be alone with those thoughts. This is the same type of person who might not be able to take a long car ride without the radio on. They simply cannot be left alone to think about those negative thoughts. And those negative thoughts are usually no different than self-beliefs, right? I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. I'm unworthy. Um, nobody cares about me. I'm ugly. You know, whatever negative thing we believe about ourselves, we all have it. And maybe some of us fake it real well, but we all have it. And that's just, like, welcome to being alive. So what better way to combat all of that than by getting a constant source of attention and affection from someone new. Now, this doesn't mean that this person celebrates the ending of a relationship so that they can dive into a new one. Rather, it means that I'm in a relationship, the relationship failed, for whatever reason. Although, likely, it's clinginess, neediness, and too much anxiety. And so, I will immediately, like within a week or two, and maybe within a month, if I'm being a bit more fair, 
find a new relationship, and dive right in with somebody I barely know. Now look, this is going to be a topic for a different day, but some of the best relationships that you can find are going to come from people who are your friends first. Why? Is because you have a well-established platform in interacting with this person. You generally, usually, I'm not going to say all the time, usually know that this is a good person and that this person, um, I know the ins and outs. I know what it looks like when they're mad. I know what it looks like when they're happy. And this is somebody who cares about me, even if they're not getting anything from me, like dates or sex or intimacy or, you know, whatever it might be. But the problem with serial dating is that they'll usually pick anybody that they're attracted enough to. Sometimes it's friends, because sometimes friends are also orbiting, you know, waiting in the wings, so to speak. But many of the times it's also Tinder dates or random people they met at the bar. And, you know, I mentioned 18 to 23, 24. That is in no way saying it's exclusively 18 to 23 or 24. I see it with 40-year-olds. Right, This is not a new thing, but the source of it is the same. It is stemming from anxiety, and the anxiety is stemming from self-worth. If I have low self-worth, I have higher anxiety. It's as simple as that, because my brain will tend to go towards the negative, what will go wrong instead of what will go right. The glass is half empty instead of the glass is half full, and there's a million reasons that that could be the case, right? That could be childhood trauma. That could be a life where, you know, you got the a raw deal, right? The short end of the stick. It happens. And it is our duty to address that anxiety. But in order to fully address that anxiety, we need to first understand where it comes from, right? Because anxiety is a big word, and it can mean many things. Uh, me, for example, uh, for the majority of my 20s, I was really quite overweight, right? Like, like 260 which is overweight, and there's no other way to put it. And it was always weird because I always had friends. I somehow always had a girlfriend. But then those things started to crash. And one day, I realized that my anxiety about being overweight affected so many areas of my life negatively. But because I was always in a relationship, right, I always had that feedback, that validation I never really thought that much about it, but whenever I was alone and single, all I could focus on was how unlovable I was, how um, ugly or overweight or whatever, because that's what it does to you. That's what that negative self-belief feeds to you, and you're single, so you have something to point to. See, I'm single. I must not be lovable. Except I was forgetting that I'm a human being, 3D baby, and I am more than capable of loving myself. And I have a very supportive family. You know, I'm lucky to have these things. But I fully understand where it comes from. Because we just love to take shots at ourselves. We love to prove that we are no good. But we are good. In fact, we're great. In fact, we are nothing but potential. And we can bring that potential out. We can turn into whoever the hell we want to be. All we have to do is name it. We can solve whatever problem exists. All you have to do is name it. What is the problem? Where did the problem come from? Who's the professional that can help me fix my problem? This is no different than fixing a car. Uh, sure, it might be a little more involved. It might be a bit more specific. It might not, not always be so clear. But it is doable. And you can do it. So for somebody who is a serial dater, 
wondering why they do this, why they continually jump from relationship to relationship. I highly encourage counseling. That's not necessarily a coaching issue. I do encourage counseling. Um, if you would like a counselor, I have partnered with the company BetterHelp, and their job is to provide counseling for people who you know need it. It is all online and during COVID, which is the entire reason I partnered with them, because they're all professional counselors offered online across the entire world. So if you want that, go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash Rory, and if you use that code, you get 10% off. I am paid a small commission from that. But honestly, it doesn't have to be through BetterHelp. Just get a counselor. Work with that. Figure out, why is being alone with myself such a scary thing? Because you are worthy. And you deserve good things to happen. And I wish nothing but good things for you. So if you find that you or someone you know is going through something like this, the first step is self-awareness. And once we become self-aware, the second step is fixing it with the professionals who know how to address these things. So that's all I have for today. If you found this video helpful, I'd be overwhelmingly grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. More videos are going to be coming out in February. In fact, we're going to go into overdrive in terms of the video production. And of course, if you want hundreds of never-before-seen love chat videos, go to my Patreon. They're all there. Patreon.com slash the love chat. And as always, I'll talk to you all next time.